The Conquest of Bliss, a podcast about finding light in the darkness. Good morning, everybody, and I'm just going to get straight into it because today is a special episode for a couple reasons. Number one, the episode is solo. Number two, the episode is Mother's Day episode. So normally, so I guess, all right, I have been wanting to do another solo episode for a little while, but I've had a lot of guests and I honestly, I wouldn't have had to do this solo, but I sort of cornered myself, which is a little trick I like to use when there's something that I want to do, but also kind of don't want to do is I will trick myself. And so I have uh, four interviews booked next week, starting tomorrow, starting, I'm not sure um, when they are booked, but I have four episodes booked next week. So I know that I don't have to do this, but I also do because I think that I just want to take some time to talk about where I'm at and this journey so far. It's been a couple months and I also want to take some time. The person I really wanted to interview today was my mom. My mom and I are going to do an interview at some point, but I'm not sure when because yeah, I really wanted to interview her for Mother's Day, but she was too busy. And of course, I don't want to put something on her if she can't uh, make it work. I'm realizing I should have shut my window, but I did not. So if we get some outside running around type noise i might pause it and close the window i'm not really sure so uh yeah anyways we'll just jump right into it so the other thing that's pretty significant about today for me is my very very dear friend died five years ago today (sighs) his name's ward and he was a wonderful soul He was funny and interesting and just deliciously weird. And I miss him all the time. Uh, He he was very special. And he was attacked, uh, mauled by a black bear while he was sleeping and is gone. And I think about him a lot. And I just wanted to mention that, Wardo, I am thinking of you today. (sighs) And I miss you. Um, that also means that it's very close to, if not is, my kitty's birthday because my kitty came into my life directly after everything with Ward. Um, so yeah, anyways, it's awful heavy for seven o'clock in the morning, but I woke up thinking about Ward today. I saw my phone and it said May 10th and I thought, damn it, damn it, I can miss him. Anyhow, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy crazy couple months. I am not going to lie. I have been dealing mad with imposter syndrome and like, I don't know if it, I don't even know if imposter syndrome is the right word, but like adjusting to the levels of publicness of my life now and adjusting to the support that I receive, just the crazy outpouring of support where like, I don't even know how I got so lucky to have such supportive human beings in my life. So it's just been wild, really. Like I have, you know, um, some amazing people offering to help me with post or one amazing person is offering to help me with post. Um, we haven't worked out the deets quite yet, but that's amazing. Cause as you, <laughs> as you guys obviously know, I'm not very good at it. So <laughs> it'll be very nice 
to have someone who can help. And, you know, um, I don't know if he's going to want to do it continually or if maybe he can help me to know what I should be doing with my files or whatever. Big shout out to Caldi for offering to do something. We're going to figure out something. I'm not sure what it looks like, but hell yeah. Uh, the other person who has really, really come in and been a blessing in a investing sort of way is Patrick. So Patrick's one of my patrons. I mentioned him uh, the first time I did my my patron things. And he is really just the kindest guy. He's super into helping people out and has decided that he wants to donate some equipment to me so that I'm working with better equipment. And so he's purchased some equipment. He's sending it to me. Um, the mic is already in the mail. He's considering what other things he might want to purchase. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> and he is offering that to me free of charge and free of obligation just to help me continue my craft. So like, holy shit, <laughs> like, holy shit, what? Like, I don't even know what to say. I mean, and that's not even including the countless people that have helped me in other myriad ways. Um, the people in the bliss casting group and the support and people who post things that are just totally, you know, on theme with the podcast and people who give their feedback to me and respond to my selfie threads and all of that stuff. That means a lot. People on my regular Facebook who aren't in the bliss casting group who are just supportive, loving human beings. The dozens, if not hundreds of people who have reached out to me just to tell me that they're proud of me or they're excited for me or they believe in me has been overwhelming, overwhelming. Fade to gray, fade to gray over at the fade to gray podcast where they are wonderful are the ones who convinced me to make my commercial. And so for anyone who hasn't heard it, uh, maybe I will grab that and throw it in at the end here. It is silly. It's very silly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun to to make and so I wrote out the script a while ago and I was going to get um, help from someone and then that person hasn't ended up coming you know coming up with anything and I don't know if they still plan to if they do I'll absolutely use theirs over mine because I'm not very good at it but I came up with a script and then Chris over at Fade to Grey was like come on Kara where's that commercial I want to be I want to be able to put something out for you and so he he really, he really lit a fire under my butt and I recorded it and it was so much fun. And then I spent the morning making a silly video for it because I don't know why it just felt like the right thing to do. And so it's got a little animation to it. Not a, not an animation in the sense that it's like things walking around or anything, just like basic animation movement of words and stuff like that. Um, so that's, uh, that's also really cool. And I'm just really, really grateful for the Fade to Grey guys. I'm really grateful for everyone that's guested so far um, and planning to guest in the future. Like, what an honor. What an honor that people are willing to come have conversations with me on my dinky little platform and, you know, be part of my mission to to have the conversation about happiness and to try and give people, including myself, as many tools as possible to live a life that's peaceful. Another person who has been a big impact so far has been Andre Psyche. So cool thing. I don't know. I we announced it on his podcast, but we haven't announced it here. So we are planning 
what we're calling the most vulnerable, the most vulnerable podcast ever. Now, of course, I can't verify if that's accurate or not, but, but it's going to be pretty vulnerable because what we're doing is we're going into Marco Polo, which is an app, uh, similar to Snapchat in some ways, but, um, the videos stay and, and they, um, they, they're live recorded. So you can watch as someone's talking and it has decent sound quality and we can pull the videos and extract the audio from them and create a, a podcast out of it. And that was, that was Andre's idea. And I was like, holy shit, that's such a good idea because I don't know if any of you remember, but Andre and I met on my podcast. He was just a guy on the internet who was like, does anyone want to guest on their podcast? And I was like, sure, which is so funny because I don't, I'm not, I'm not desperate for guests by any stretch. And I was like, sure. And then we met on my podcast and then we talked more on my podcast. And then we've talked a little bit in Messenger here and there, but we almost immediately jumped over to Marco Polo, which I've been using Marco Polo for over a year, but he's pretty new to it. And so we jumped over to Marco Polo and decided that, hey, why not just display our whole friendship? Why not go from A to Z? or Z, you know, A to Z for him and A to Z for me, um, and just publish that and just be raw and real and vulnerable. So all of these conversations are conversations between two people who don't really know each other, but are trying to get to know each other. And damn it, if he isn't just like me in a lot of ways, he's a lot healthier than me. He eats better than me and exercises and fasts. And I mean, I exercise and I eat food and I fast in the sense that I sleep. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I've fasted before, just not for very long. I think two days is the longest I've ever fasted. And it wasn't really an intentional fast as much as I went a whole day and I was like, huh, I wonder if I can go a little longer. Um, so yeah. And so Andre has been a big, big piece in this. He's, he's helped me with the, well, he's helped me with a little bit of editing, learning stuff. And he's, we've just had so many just powerfully, awesome conversations and I'm like excited and nervous to release it to the world and so we're just working on the cover art and then we're going to start releasing so the name of that podcast you can look out for it is friends with internet friends with internet that's the uh <laughs> that's the the theme is oh, he's such a good musician too so um I'm really excited about that because it's it's like kind of like a reality show like a delve into something very intimate and I'm not gonna lie guys like not only do like I just love him in a super general way like I love everyone like we talked about with Bethany Agape but this dude is unbelievable I find myself thinking about him a lot not necessarily he lives too far away and everything so it's not necessarily romantic but just life-changing really um life-changing type of person that you meet and you're like I can't believe people like this exist. People that I resonate with so strongly and who it just feels like, feels like he's like some other part of my soul walking around and, and it's just really beautiful. So, um, if you don't get annoyed when people say beautiful too much, uh, or incredible <laughs> and things like that, you should definitely check it out. I will definitely be, uh, promoting as much as I promote. Uh, when that comes out. So look out for it. <sighs> so many other things have gone on. We launched the Draw and Love project. It has begun. 
and things are moving along with that. We've got a we've got a list going. So if you are an artist or you know any artists out there, especially drawing or something similar to drawing like painting, we have a dope little book that we are passing around to do a handful of collaborations with different artists from around North America so far, but definitely wouldn't be opposed to sending overseas. And once we're done, we're going to, you know, have it printed properly print on demand and all the proceeds are going to go to our friends over at the depth of echoes and the comfort squared project with Rhea. So I don't know if you listened to the episode with Rhea, but if you didn't, Rhea is an amazing human being who just puts a ton of focus on trying to help heal people and protect people in the mental health community. And she does so by just being present and learning. She spends so much time and energy researching the brain and researching mental illness. And I definitely recommend you check her out. Um, I feel like this whole episode has just been me promoting my friends. And that's not really the point of this so much as so much as I would just like to just take the time to appreciate everything that's gone on because I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I've been struggling with imposter syndrome. I've been struggling with why would anyone listen to me? Why, why would, who do I think I am? You know? And every time I try to talk to someone about it, they're like, you have a lot of value to add and, and all of this stuff. And, and I mean, it's not like when I try to talk to people about it, I'm trying to sort it out. And, and people are always just like so helpful and encouraging. But at the same time, it's like, no, it's, it's not that I cognitively don't think I'm enough so much as I just, it's not that I don't think I'm enough. I just don't think I'm special. You know, I don't think that I'm, I think I'm unique. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. My point is I'm just so grateful for this journey. And I mean, so much of it has come from my choice to, to do intuitive li- living, which of course has goods and bads to it, right? I'm eschewing the idea of discipline almost altogether, um, with the exception of releasing my podcasts when I say I will. And I just, it's working out really, really well. Like there's been some downs. There's been some downs. There has been moments where it has just been awfully hard, uh, to, to let go of, of control and let go of needing to know things and just allowing myself to live my life in the moment and look for and seize opportunities as they come. I've definitely gotten into (laughs) a less than desirable habit of (laughs) taking on something new every time I get some downtime and my mom laughs at me she's like oh you've got you've got five minutes here are you gonna start a new freaking charity (laughs) um which I think is funny and uh and for some reason and I don't know if I've done this on here before but I was just thinking about when I'm when I'm out for five minutes that's usually when I'm smoking so I just want I hate that I smoke I plan I plan to not smoke at some point Part of the intuitive living thing is one of the things that makes it hard is is learning to figure out a way to balance those things. Like with my eating, my eating mostly balances out with the intuitive eating thing where I just allow myself to eat what I want when I want to. And I'm finding that I'm eating more healthy, more regularly, uh, like consistently I'm eating more healthy and stuff like that. Just because I think that treating myself with love is is allowing myself to continue to treat myself with love in other ways. So I'm hoping that something like that happens with the smoking, but it hasn't yet. I'm trying really hard to not have shame, but I also want to make sure that anyone who thinks that like I got my life together, I don't. I have lots of problems, not the least of which is, well, maybe the, no, it's not the least of which is smoking. Um, 
So I just want to throw that out there, admit that, because, you know, why the hell not? Um, but really, really the big thing I want to talk about, the really, the big person I want to appreciate today is the woman who carried me around for nine months and then has carried me for another 30 years. Uh, Leanne Virgent Lynch Fernstrom. I don't know. Leanne, my mom, just incroyable, you know, just perfect. She's so boggling. So growing up, I, I never really, like my mom and I were around each other, obviously, but we weren't super close. Um, there was a lot of issues in the dynamic between my dad and my mom and the dynamic between my dad and I that really, really got in the way of me knowing her personality. And in some ways that's really sad because I spent a long time thinking that I was just super weird. Um, everyone in my family was loud, but fairly normal. And I was just super weird. And then my parents broke up and the dynamic changed. And oh my God, my mom is weird too. She's also so weird. So <laughs> I am so, just so happy about learning this information. And it's been a good 12 years now that my mom and I have really been building our relationship in a strong way. And it's just the most fun. She's, she's so silly. And, and I mean, we really, really get into these, uh, we call them games. I don't think other people would call them games. We, one of them is spelling bee, where we make each other spell words. And that's the whole thing. That's the game. <laughs> and another one is ABC syllables, where we will go through the alphabet. And so it would be like ace and then like base and then like case. Okay. And then like, dork and then you know you you get the idea and then we flip back sometimes we'll skip x and then we flip back and then it's two syllables and then three syllables etc and i think five or six is the furthest we've gotten um as far as that goes but anyways y'all don't need to know all about our silly games i don't want to give you all our secrets but it's the most fun in the world and she's also just so supportive if my mom has a weakness it's that she wants to give more than she has really and it's beautiful um it's it's you know it's hard there's been many many days where i've said to my mom you know i i ask her a favor or i ask her if, if she's available or if we can hang out or whatever and and she goes well and i say hey don't say yes if you don't want to say yes <laughs> because i have to do that because my mom loves to put other people before herself she is just the most giving, kind, loving, generous person that I, that I know. I, I aspire to be more like my mom. I can't, I can't express to you how much she means to me and how hard it has been <laughs> to not just hug her every time I see her. I'm not going to lie. I've hugged my mom with a big jacket over top of me so that we didn't touch each other, but I've hugged my mom, but not nearly enough. I miss her. I've seen her at her house a few times because I have to do laundry there, but I I just miss, you know, getting to hug my mom or, you know, when I'm sad, she'll like hold my hand, take care of me. And I love her and I'm so happy. I'm so grateful to have her in my life and, you know, to have that kind of a relationship. I know a lot of people don't have that kind of a relationship with their moms and and I don't know what I'd do. I, I just don't know what I would do if I didn't have her here loving me and teaching me and just being the best darn human that I've ever, ever encountered. You know, my mom is the person who taught me to give gift cards to strangers. My mom is 
the person who taught me to buy the coffee and the person in line behind you. My mom is the person who taught me how to love unconditionally, that it doesn't matter who someone is or what you know about them. I remember, (laughs) okay, I'm going to tell you a story. I think it's a really funny story and I hope my mom doesn't get mad that I tell this story. But my mom's always been generous and she's extra generous when she drinks. And this was, gosh, this must have been 10 years ago. We were at a a club. For some reason, my mom and my brother and I, I think we knew the band because my mom and my brother and I were at a club together, which is not something that normally we would do. And we must have known the band. And yeah, that was when I met the guy from The Temptations. Okay, anyways. So... We're there and we're drinking and, you know, we, we drink a decent amount and then we're standing outside. And I don't know if you know much about the clubs around Vancouver, but there's often people who are, uh, what's the word? Not panhandling, but like busking and stuff like that. And some panhandling. And this one guy was like, I can do, I can do 30 one-handed pushups. And my mom's like, well, let's see. And so he does the, or maybe it was 10. I don't know. He did a bunch of one-handed pushups. My mom gives him a $20 bill. I'm like, okay, he earned it. You know, it's 20. He does pretty impressive, you know, and then (laughs) this other person who did nothing, they were just there, was talking to my mom and she goes, yeah, I've got a crack problem. And my mom goes, my kids used to smoke crack and then hands her a $20 bill. (laughs) Because we used to... (laughs) Because I used to smoke crack, and and the and I just thought like I just that memory brings me so much joy because my mom really does believe in giving regardless, and my mom is the one who helped me to understand that like okay, it doesn't matter if a homeless person or if a panhandler whoever spends their money on drugs, it doesn't matter if they spend it on whatever, you know, because the thing is that regardless of what they spend their resources on, they still need resources. You know, maybe they spend that $20 on crack, but then they have another 20 that they ha- they were able to save to buy food. Or, well, I mean, you know, <clears throat> crack's probably a bad example because it's easy to spend all of your money on crack. But my point is that my mom taught me that when you give money away, it's none of your business what someone does with it. When you give energy away, when you give love away, it's none of our business what someone else does with it. Giving a gift is not how to control people. That's not, it's not a gift if you expect something back, especially in the form of control. So she's just taught me that and many other lessons. And I really hope she doesn't mind that I told that story. I, uh, I just, I just love her so much. I just love her so much, you guys. I can't, oh, oof, not going there. I was going to say can't imagine life without her, but I don't, there's no value in that. One day I might have to deal with it, but that is later Kara's problem. Speaking of later Kara, I'm going to say later. No, okay, that was a weird way to do that. Okay, I'm really bad at the ending of the shows, even when I'm not talking to anyone. <clears throat> um, but... <laughs> I just hope y'all have a wonderful Mother's Day or a wonderful whatever day you happen to listen to this. And I hope you guys understand that I just really fucking love my mom. I just really love her. And I love you guys too. Talk to you later. Bye.